Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Kenny Albert. You're listening to the Broadway Hat Podcast with your host, Kyle Hall, the number one podcast for all things Rangers hockey. Welcome back to the Broadway Hat Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Hall, and what a weekend for the New York Rangers. They've now scored 15 unanswered goals after just a beating the Pittsburgh Penguins 6-0. And then a first period, unlike any other, against the Natural Predators, they score six goals. In the first period, Kendry Miller scores a franchise record four points. I don't know if it's a franchise record for a player or just a defenseman, but either way, unreal Kendry Miller, four points and six goals in the first period. They win 7 nothing. Halak gets a shutout. Igor gets a shutout. Igor, shutouts for everybody. Just what a weekend. What a weekend. And two weeks ago, what a week in general, but two weeks ago I said, Give this team some time. They need to gel. The trading deadline was crazy. They're playing down a man. They're playing down two men. They're playing four defensemen, all to get Patrick Kane in on this team. Well, Patrick Kane's here now. They had a couple days of practice in between that running there. They had the Boston loss. They had a couple practices. And that Thursday against Montreal, I said, that is when the season starts to me again. That's the restart day, that March 9th day. Since that day, they're in 6-0-1. Just lighting it up. 13 out of 14 possible points. They're now five points back on New Jersey. They're 12 points up on the Penguins. Sorry, on the Islanders. They're 14 up on the Penguins. So any thought of possibly getting caught in that third position is gone now. They're solidified in that spot. There's no concern. Pittsburgh, what, got to six points back last week. There's a little bit of concern there. Uh Uh-oh. The things don't go right this week, playing them three times in a row. This could be trouble. The Rangers took care of business there. Now, can they catch the Devils? Is that a possibility? I don't think it can be Carolina to be tough. You know, you have a couple games against Carolina this week where you can catch up to them a little bit, but they got two games in hand there. I don't think they can catch Carolina. The Devils are a possibility. Devils haven't been playing that great lately. I think, you know, I don't know if home ice is a big deal. Jarek Lawn says it's not. But if the Rangers can somehow steal home ice against the Devils in that first-round series, that is huge. And I think... Carolina's got two games in hand on the Devils as well. So I think Carolina is most likely to win his division. I think it's going to be the Rangers and Devils in this first round. We'll see if the Rangers can catch them. But talk about some of these players that have been just lagging up the last seven games since that March 9th day. Igor Shesterkin is finally looking like last year's Vezina Trophy winner. He has been incredible. 5-0 in his last five starts. 1-7-6 goal allowed. 
a 942 save percentage, had the shutout against Pittsburgh. He's been fantastic. And the Rangers need him going forward. They need this Igor for the playoffs. They need him to stand on his head again like he did last year because he's a world-class goaltender. Maybe the second-best goalie in the league, in the world, behind... Uh, there's a couple guys that are right up there, but obviously the guy down Tampa is probably the best guy in the league. But Igor is finally getting it going. Panarin, he's got all his boys there. He's got Tarasenko. He's got King there. He's got 11 points in the last seven games. Mika March is going full full force with just the number one star in the NHL this week. He has 10 points. Kane, seven points in the last seven games. Also, I think he's a plus five now, too. So he got his plus minus back after that rough start. Kreider's scoring goals left and right. He's got five goals in the last seven games. Uh, the defense, Truba and Keandre Miller. You know, Keandre had the great game uh, against the uh, the Preds, but he's got eight points. Truba's got eight points. They've been playing great after some struggles this year together. Truba is plus 10 in the past seven games, and Miller is plus 11. So those guys are really getting it going. That's all without Ryan Lindgren. This is all without Ryan Lindgren, who you can say is the best defensive defenseman on this team. So you get Ryan Lindgren back into this team and how they're rolling now, I like the Rangers' chances. I mean, it is fun to watch. They are scoring at will. They're playing better defense. They're getting to the puck better. They're winning puck battles more. The fourth line looks fantastic. Fourth line's been, I love the fourth line. I think they've been playing great. Mott scored a goal last game. Jimmy Vesey's been solid all year. Barkley Goodrow's been solid all year. Just such a good fourth line. They're I mean, they're not heavy hitters, but man, they can put pressure on you. They can keep you in your offensive zone, in your defensive zone. They do a great job creating chances. That it's like the dream fourth line you always wanted the Rangers to have, and they're really living up to what I thought their potential would be as a fourth line. And then the only line that you can say is not getting it going is the kid line, but. Heedle finally scored a goal for the first time in forever against Nashville. Um, you know, Kako had a couple of points there. Lafreniere's been up and down a little bit. And that's the team, that's the line that was most consistent going into this whole stretch. So I think they'll figure it out. But this team is clicking right now. You almost want the playoffs to start tomorrow just based off how well they've been playing. But you also, on top of the March 9th date, if you go back to the real date where the Rangers turn it all around, the Truba helmet toss against the. Uh, Blackhawks. So since that helmet toss, the Rangers are 39 and 5. Okay, they have had 65 points, which was the second most points in the NHL during that stretch. The 30 wins are the third most. They're winning at a, they're getting points at a 74% percentage, which is the third most in the league. Their power play is clicking at 25.4%, which is third most in the league, and they're scoring 3.61 goals, which is fourth in the league. So that helmet toss is really was a turning point this whole season. Helmet toss to yell. And um, the Stephen McDonald Award, which obviously is a huge deal, and uh, it goes to obviously a player who shows leadership on and off the ice and everything. Um, and it's a, it, players really you know hold it to such a high regard. And my voted, I voted for Jacob Truba. I think that his leadership this year on and off the ice has been a major point for this team. You can say without that helmet toss, whatever it is, who knows where this team is goes this year. And I know he's had his struggles, but his fighting and his hitting has woken his team up against Pittsburgh and the only loss his whole stretch in over in the shootout there in the overtime where the tank scored the goal. His hit in this third in the second, was it, second or third period got the whole team going. They finally woke up. And he's done that a couple times this year with hits and plays. So I think Truba is a guy who, yeah, Ranger fans, he's got a huge contract. He 
got off to a rough start, but he had a great season last year, and I think the small stuff that he does is a huge impact for this team. So he's a guy who I voted for for that award. I know some Ranger fans will not like that, but I talked about that on Twitter, and I had some good responses from people. But um, yeah, the other thing I put on Twitter today, or as of Monday, this is Tuesday morning, you're listening to this, is I, I think Artemi Panarin is the greatest free agent signing of all time for the Rangers. It's his third straight 80-point season. He's the only he's the only third Ranger to have over 60-plus points in three years. Uh, you look at his stats and the impact he's had in this franchise, it's incredible. And before you say Adam Graves, who is my favorite player of all time, he was a restricted free agent that was signed to an offer sheet. So I'm just talking about UFA, unrestricted free agent. You, know, you got guys like Gabrick out there. Grabner was a guy some Ranger fans like. But I think Panarin is by far the number one guy. And it's incredible. Really, it's incredible the impact he's had on this team. I know he's had a couple ups and downs this year, but he's still so consistent. And now he's really getting rolling, like I said, 11 points in the last seven games. He's got his guys with him. You know, he, he's got his best friend there in Kane. He's got Tarasenko, who he's tight with. So the Rangers really gave him, are giving him all the opportunity and all the guys to get this job done this year. And this team is so exciting to watch. This week is going to be a tough week. They have back-to-back games with Carolina, and then Saturday head down to Florida. And, and it's a home-and-home home in Carolina, too. They have, they're home on Tuesday, and they're in Carolina on Thursday. And then they hit the road Saturday down to Florida, who are they're red-hot right now. So Islander fans who are Ranger fans this week, rooting for them against the Penguins. The Rangers helped them up by beating up on Pittsburgh two games in a row. And uh, they'll be rooting for the Rangers again against Florida, a team that's right on the – I think they're a point back in the Isles now. Uh, a team that last year was the President's Trophy winner, and now they're having a rough season, but they're really clicking it out down there. So should be a good game. should be a good week. Hopefully, who knows, Rangers get back-to-back wins here against Carolina, and they put their name right back in that first-place mix. I don't think they can get there, but, man, it'll be exciting into this season. And, and uh, it's crazy. We're almost at the end of the season. I, like I said, I you wish the playoffs almost started today based off how this team's been playing. But we have a little far away to go, and we have a great interview this week. We're joined by New York Rangers goalie prospect Olaf Limbaum, who joined us uh, from the Jacksonville Iceman. He's down there right now. The number uh, second-round pick of the Rangers back in 2018, uh, regarded as one of obviously one of their top goalie prospects. But uh, he's having a really good year with Jacksonville. So we talked to him about getting drafted by the Rangers. You know, Henrik Lundqvist was his idol growing up. How special that was to be drafted to the franchise that he rooted for growing up. Uh, how his year is going now. This is his first year over in North America. So the adjustments that he's made on and off the ice to living here in the U.S. So really good interview with Olaf. But before we send to an interview with him, I do want to tell you about our sponsors over at Kanzuri. Fellas, have you ever wished you were a little bit taller? Maybe you matched on Tinder and her profile said must be six feet tall. Maybe your date wears heels and you just can't because you're just not, or she just can't because you're just not tall enough. Well, Short Kings, today's sponsor has you covered. Kanzuri makes shoes that make you up to 2.8 inches taller without anyone noticing. Look, girls get heels, makeup, and push-up bras. Why can't men get a boost in confidence as well? We're all the same height laying down if you get what I mean. For a limited time offer, our listeners can get up to 15% off every order with your code BROADWAY at Kanzuri.com. The site is already 30% off, so with our code, you save an extra 15% off. That's 45% off your entire order. You're basically getting these shoes for free. So make sure you go show the support to the show and go check out Kanzuri.com. That's C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com and use the code BROADWAY. Listen, if you can get a little extra edge in the dating game, I'm out of it way now. I don't even want to think about getting to a dating game ever again. Uh, but listen, if you're in there, you're looking for uh, make a good impression, 
Uh, or maybe you're taking a, a picture with some of your guys at home. Listen, I got my, all my friends at home are over six feet tall, so uh, maybe the next group shot I have to get these shoes on to make sure that I can fit in a little bit. They don't have to uh, <laughs> adjust the lens at all. But make sure you go on there, check them out. Not only does Conservative Shoes make you up to 2.8 inches taller, but they're also incredibly stylish and comfortable. These are not all-man shoes. They're not Velcro shoes. They're not ugly, ugly shoes. You'll get compliments in them. Even if they don't even make you taller, you get compliments no matter what. They have styles for every occasion, smart, casual, sporty, you name it, they got it. The height insoles are actually built into the shoe, so no one can tell that you're hiding some secret height boost in there. The brand is also hidden on the shoes and the packaging, so it's literally the ultimate height hack. Life short, you don't have to be. It's time to level up the playing field, my guys. Maybe update that bathing profile to six feet. Kanzori is an absolute game changer for you and your dating life and your ring life in general. So make sure you go on the website, use our discount code BROADWAY, save that 15% off. You get the 45% off total. Like I said, it's basically free, so make sure you go check it out. Kanzori.com, C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com, and make sure you use that code BROADWAY today. We're now joined by a very special guest, New York Rangers goaltender now playing with the Jacksonville Iceman, Olaf Limbaugh. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, first off, I think I know the answer to this, the second part of the question, or maybe not the first part, but who was your favorite team growing up and your favorite player? Favorite team was um, Rangers, and uh, favorite player was obviously uh, Henrik Lundqvist. There's, uh, uh, yeah, for sure Henrik Lundqvist. So I knew it was Lundqvist. I didn't know if the team was the Rangers or not. But uh, how much, I mean, how highly regarded is he in the in the country there as a goaltender? No, he, he for sure is the best Swedish goaltender we have ever had. Uh, so he's he's on the top of the list for sure. <laughs> not a bad guy to try to emulate your game off of, right? No, no, no. He, he's a great guy, competitive, and he, he was so good when he was playing. So it was, it was fun watching him uh, growing up. So it was really nice. Now, did you watch tape on him growing up as well? Did your coaches have you watch any tape on him to try to you know pick up on yeah. his style? Yeah, yeah. I... I have always watched a lot of tape or YouTube. There's a lot of YouTube videos out there. So I've been watching probably every single Henrik Lundqvist YouTube video. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of tape on Henrik and um, Kier Price and uh, yeah, those guys. Is there any of the, have you burned the tape on any of the Lundqvist saves? I know I personally have probably burned the tape on the uh, Eastern Conference final save when he kind of like flops and throws the blocker out or the Winter yeah. Classic save. There's a, there's a few of them that I've burned the tape on that, you know, you watch it so many times. Yeah, I have a couple on my phone. I sometimes watch before before a game or something to get a little bit hyped up. And uh, yeah, he has some great saves for sure. <laughs> uh, so you represented Sweden a ton during your junior career. Um, I want to first talk about the U-17 World Hockey Championships where you led your team to a gold medal and you beat Canada in Canada. How special was that? That was special. It was probably like my first time playing in front of like 7,000 people. And they were all Canadians too, so they were sharing for the team we played against. So it was a great experience, and uh, yeah, it was uh, a big thing coming out on top on that one. So it, it was really nice. It's always nice to beat the team in their home country, right? It's always it's oh, a yeah. little, it's a little juice to the game, right? Gets you fired up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Now for a goalie, I mean, what what's the heckling like there for you? Are you getting yelled at just all game long? <laughs> uh sometimes yeah sometimes <laughs> i feel like it's more now actually when we play professional hockey you're, you're always gonna hear someone scream something 
uh, if you're playing in like Orlando or Florida or some some um, rivalry games. So yeah, you always hear someone scream at you or something, but <laughs> it's just fun and it's a part of the game. So it gets you fired up actually, it helps me. <laughs> uh, you followed up your U17 with the U18 World Junior Championships. You guys uh, won a bronze medal there. Unfortunately, lost to, to Kako there with Finland. Uh, but you had an unbelievable tournament. You were uh, the goaltender of the tournament. And uh, how great was that, Ron? It was a great tournament. Um, I've been to Russia a couple of times. And uh, my first times, so I didn't like it too much. But uh, actually, this tournament was really good, uh, really professional. And uh, uh, it was nice. It was really good. Uh, I remember that uh, semifinals against Finland. And uh, yeah. It was uh, Kotkaniemi and Capo Kako on the Finnish team. And I think Capo uh, had a uh, nice pass to Kotkaniemi, who one timed it like probably the hardest shot I've ever seen, just top shelf on me, and uh, that was it. But uh, we we were able to to get the bronze medal, so that was good. That was kind of Kako's coming out party too. That's what everyone kind of knew who exactly who he was. That tournament, he kind of lit it up. Yeah, yeah, he was great. They they had a first line that was just unbelievable with uh, uh, Capo, Kakanyemi, and uh, another guy. I'm not sure. I think he played in the AHL right now. So uh, yeah, they 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 for sure were really good. Hey, at least you kept Kako out of the, you know off the score sheet from a goal standpoint. You know he might have got assists, but he didn't score on you though. That is true. That is true. But uh, no, Kakanyemi scored that. Uh, I think it was two zero goal, and that was it. I think we lost two zero. So yeah. <laughs> That was also your coming out party because, like I said, you were named goaltender of the tournament. You were all, you know, the all-stars. You won every award possible, you know, basically from a, a standpoint. And then uh, the Rangers end up taking your 39th overall in that draft. Uh, what were your expectations coming into the draft? I just wanted to get picked. Uh, I, uh, like, there's so many lists everywhere. I think I was ranked, like, fifth goalie or something. I have no idea, but uh, I thought, like I'm probably gonna be like a late third rounder, maybe maybe a fourth rounder, but uh, I wasn't too too sure about it. I just wanted to get picked, and uh, yeah, I got surprised when uh, Rangers uh, picked me that early, and uh, obviously a great honor, and uh, it's been good so far being a part of the organization. So uh, yeah, really now, nice. To... Were you at the draft? Uh, no, I wasn't at the draft. Uh, uh because uh, I was going to uh, Chicago's like pre-draft uh, combine kind of and then i was going so much back and forth uh between the u.s and uh and sweden that summer so i i stayed at home to have a watch party with my family instead and uh focus a little bit on the training because i was i was on a flight so much back and forth all the time so uh i, I stayed at home now who gave you the phone call let you know that you're drafted well we were sitting in uh uh, in our house there and uh, we were watching the draft and then we just saw I didn't even hear anything I just saw like my name on the screen and then like my phone pretty much exploded so I think my agent called me and said uh, you've been drafted to the Rangers and I said yeah I saw that uh, and then uh, uh, they called me and uh, I got to talk to the coach and all that stuff so it was it was pretty cool I mean, not only get drafted, but get drafted by your favorite team growing up and everything. And and I'm sure, did you have a Henrik Lundqvist jersey growing up? I'm sure that was probably uh that came out yeah, of, I mean, that came out of the closet that night. I'm sure. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Me and my brother had uh, Henrik Lundqvist jerseys and uh, some pictures on in uh, on the wall and stuff. And we were <laughs> smaller, uh, younger. So yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. Uh, so uh, from the Rangers there, what from that draft you come over for your first development camp? Uh, what was that like playing coming to New York? You know, coming to New York and and seeing that for the first time. It was so cool. Like, uh, I remember uh, it was me, uh, Alexander Georgiev, who's in Colorado right now, and then uh, Adam Huska and Taylor Wall. So we were f- four really good goalies. And uh, just seeing Georgiev work, like his skating and stuff, like was a little bit of a shock. Like, this is how good you have to be to play in the NHL. And uh, yeah, it was a great experience to to practice with Georgiev and uh, meet all the players in New York and coaching staff. So it was really cool. And uh, during development camp, we always do something fun. We we went to Madison Square Garden and uh, for sure got me excited and uh, made me work even harder. So yeah, yeah, it was really cool my first time, and it's always cool. Like every time I'm in New York, it's it's really cool. So. Now, when was the first time you met Lundqvist? First time I met Lundqvist, I was probably like 13 or 12 years oh, old. Oh, so you met him before the Rangers that you met him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I met him on uh, like a goalie camp he was hosting, kind of, uh, back in Sweden. Um, so, yeah, I met him before. Just a great guy with uh, great personality. And uh, just when he steps into the room, the whole room just kind of... Uh, stops for a minute you know he has that that hour and stuff so he's just he's just a cool person to be around now did he reach out to you after you were drafted or did you see him at the training facility at all i saw him at the training facility a little bit and uh, yeah just a uh, text here and there and yeah. stuff so, yeah did he cool. share his barber with you at all or no uh no no oh. that's still top secret i've heard it's 16 bucks and <laughs> it has some pretty good hair so i want to know who's who that barber is for sure me too me too that's that's the big secret try to get out of everybody we'll see yeah 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 <laughs> um in that actual at that development camp keandre miller and ryan lingard made their debuts there too so uh yeah. you know two guys still going strong though the rangers obviously now with the youth movement yeah, uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I think yeah, Adam Fox was there as well. And it was just, he was so good, so poised for the park. And I mean, Keandre Miller is he's a great guy. I talked to him a lot this training camp, and uh, I feel like he's going to be a really, really, really good player in the NHL. He has everything. He's so fast, and uh, he got the size and everything. So, yeah, just meeting all these players is uh, it's really cool. So um, I usually watch pretty much all Rangers game I can because it's so cool to see pretty much your friends and uh, the guys uh, do well. So it's fun. Your second development camp was just Durkin's first time here too. Uh, yeah. That was the first that the Ranger fans got him. What was your first impression when you saw him on the ice? He's obviously unbelievable. Uh, he, he's so good. And he he just pretty much plays the position to perfection. He... he uh, he has high gloves and like make make the shooters shoot low and he knows that so he he's just he has made some stuff that i haven't seen before in goaltending like you you bait the shooter to shoot low and you know that so then you take it away he, he has some tricks on his sleeves that i've never seen before so um 
it's really fun to to practice with this guy. As as I said, uh, Georgiev is probably the fastest goalie I've ever practiced with, and Chesterkin is probably the smartest. So uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been really cool. Now, because of COVID and everything, this is your first time, I think, in three years since you were back with the Rangers in the in the training camp. Um, how tough was that being not secluded from the team over there, but battle, you know, going through the COVID and, and training through COVID and all that kind of stuff? It was pretty tough. Um, it was pretty boring. Like, uh, <laughs> I wanted to, I love being in New York and being uh, with the coaching staff and stuff. So it, it was, it was pretty boring not being able to go. And, uh, um, yeah, I got COVID two times back in Sweden. Uh, so had a, rough season not last season but the season before because i had like covid two times and um wasn't able to um to like reset after the covid stuff because i felt like i was getting tired so fast so that season was kind of like just get it over with because uh it was just so tough on my body with the covid two times um but uh after that summer i felt good so last season i had a good season and i think i have a pretty good season so far so, yeah, uh, yeah, you, have, you had a really good season last year, and it led to you signing your entry level deal. How exciting was that last May? So exciting! Me and my girlfriend was at a restaurant actually, and uh, I got the text from my agent, and it was just so cool. We were like, "Okay, order everything you want." Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a big party that that night for with me and my girlfriend, so it was really cool. Now, do you get a copy of that contract? Can you like hang it on your wall somewhere? I would, I would want a contract. I would like a copy to hang up. Oh yeah, we have copies of it, <laughs> and I uh, have a picture on, of it too. And yeah, it's cool, cool to to go back and and um, yeah, remind yourself a little bit. So you come back and you were at development camp this year, but you're also at the training camp. Was it this your first NHL training camp? Yeah, it was my first first training camp. So what was that like for you? What was that experience like? It was really cool. Like yeah, we we were uh, divided into three teams, and on my team was um, Mika Sibanejad, Adam Fox, and uh, Chris Kreider, and they're just so fun to to practice with them and and to play these mini games with them. It's just you feel like you're getting better every hour out there when you're out with those guys for sure. Was there anybody shot that you're like, oh my god, like that's something else? Yeah, Kreider's shot is pretty special. He uh, He's a great player. He has a great snapshot. And uh, Mika, I've been practicing a little bit with Mika in the summer, so I, I know he has a great shot. Um, but his slap shot is uh, something special. He almost killed me one time there when he <laughs> zinged one right by my ear. So, yeah, yeah, he has a great shot too. So. I was say I saw you. You were talking about uh, in the offseason. You trained with him a little bit. Is he practicing those one timers that he's been so deadly with on the power play this year against you? Yeah, I usually let him shoot at the empty net when he's practicing those shots. But uh, yeah, sometimes. And during the COVID season, uh, when playoff playoff got get like delayed or whatever it was, he wanted some ice, and uh, we practiced a lot because we we had the same strength coach. So. Um, we we were on the same program pretty much during the summer, so yeah. He, he's been pretty good on the in the shootouts too. Has he been? Was he practicing on you with the shootouts at all? Like he's yeah, we did. He's, he's got did some good lot, moves. Yeah, we did a lot of short shootouts where you like start uh, almost uh, top circle and then come down with speed. And uh, yeah, he's pretty good. I can tell you that <laughs> he, he has great moves and 
and you never know what he's going to do. And uh, sometimes you know what he's going to do, but he just makes it look silly anyway. So, yeah, he's great. And you got into a preseason game this year, too, against the Devils. You stopped 9 out of 10 shots in the third period we're leaving Igor Shesterkin. And what were the nerves like for that game? It was... Uh, I was nervous, for sure. It was... Uh, it was so cool. It was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. Uh, like 15,000 in Madison Square Garden and uh, playing against the Devils. And uh, Devils had some really good players on their team too. So it was it was a great game. Uh, we didn't end up winning, but uh, it was so fun. And uh, I got the call after second period. Uh, Coach Gallant told me like, yeah, you're going in. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Got a little bit nervous and then uh, Kreider, uh, such a good guy. He like, you want to go out a couple minutes early and uh, to get some shots to get warmed up. And I was like, yeah, if, if you don't mind, uh, that would be perfect. And he, you know, went out early with me a couple of minutes and uh, warmed me up. So, yeah, he's just a great guy. And he knows how it is for a goalie to get thrown into a game. And, uh, um, yeah, it was it was so cool. Probably Did one you- of the best experiences. Did you have a second or maybe like uh, the pregame skate to kind of like look around the garden and kind of like look up? Did you ever have like a moment like that? Yeah, it was a cool moment. You know, I just tried to just stay in that moment and be focused. Uh, but now after I can look back and like it was it was pretty cool. And I hope I, I get the chance uh, next training camp and uh, compete more for a spot, you know. Well, you're having a great year this year. You've, you play mostly down in Jacksonville with the Iceman, and we had your goalie partner, Parker Gahagan, on a couple of weeks ago. You guys are lighting up down there. I think you're in, I think the first place you've been, been battling for first place the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but you're 15-7-1, so you're having a, a great season so far. What's, what's been your biggest adjustment to North American ice as, from a goaltending perspective? Uh, it's been a lot. I was struggling a little bit my first month. I think – I think uh, – I have six losses. It says seven, but I think I have six. And I think like three or four of those losses came my first month um, this uh, season. And then after that, I felt pretty confident. And uh, I haven't changed much. It's just uh, the angles are a little bit different. So I had to learn them the uh, first couple of uh, weeks here. And uh, I got some great goalie coaches in New York that watches every every game and uh, give me some great advice after every game so i can work on that talk about ben Waller, the new york rangers goalie coach goalie guru we can call him every goalie that seems oh, like yeah. <laughs> everyone he touches seems like they turn into a great goaltender uh what is what what is his takeaway on your game and, and how does he help you he helps me a lot like every time my first year when i met benny i just knew he was a great goalie coach and uh, uh i wanted to to listen on everything he said and uh, sometimes he says things that, like, you have to think a little bit. What, what does he really mean by saying that? Because everything he says has, like, a more deeper meaning, kind of. So he, he is just probably one of the best guys I ever met. He's so nice to everyone. And uh, he's so good goaltending coach. And not just goaltending like mentally he he is so good and uh yeah i as i said every hour you're with him you're you're getting better for sure so uh, yeah it was 
it's so nice to talk to him just on the phone. He's a great guy and great coach. Now, is he a big on ice guy or is he a big video guy? What is he? Is there a preference to how he kind of coaches you up? Uh, he's on the ice a lot, but uh, no, it's more mentally with him mm-hmm. and uh, some some video and stuff. But he he just says a lot of good things. Like uh, yeah, we we talked about playing the piano. He told me one time, you should. Uh, it should be like playing the piano out there. I was like, should I play the piano on the eyes? I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. And then he showed me like, you need to be relaxed. Like, you can't play the piano if you're tense. You have to be relaxed. So every time I just go on the eyes, I just have Benny in the back of my head saying, play the piano. And then uh, I get a little bit more relaxed. And these small things, like you have no idea what he actually mean. And then you're like, okay, this is what he means. And then you kind of figure it out so he, he's he's a cool guy the light bulb goes off after you figure it out uh, oh, okay that's what he's talking about yeah yeah <laughs> exactly what's been your biggest adjustment off the ice here in north america biggest adjustment off the ice i feel like just uh taking care of your body more uh sometimes if there if there is optional skates maybe take the option to just be on the ice for 15 20 minutes and then go off and take care of your body because in Sweden we have 52 games and here is uh, 72 and 82 in the NHL. So um, there's a lot of more games and a lot more back-to-backs. So um, yeah, yeah, just taking care of your body has been uh, probably the biggest thing. And uh, yeah. There's no, there's no three and threes in Sweden for you? <laughs> no, there's no three and threes. Like you usually <laughs> play like back-to-back maybe once or twice a year and that's it. Uh, here is pretty much every weekend. So uh, yeah, um, you got called to Hartford a couple weeks ago, late late, uh, late January. What was that like getting that call up, and you got into the game to one of the games there? It was cool. It was cool. Uh, I mean, I love being in Hartford too. Um, great coaches, and uh, really, really like the goaltender coach uh, Jeff Malcolm. There, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a up and coming goaltending coach. He's a, um. You can see in his eyes he, he really wants to develop you and, and stuff so it was really cool and uh, great to get get to see the guys again um at training camp and uh preseason i i was in hartford so it was nice to uh, catch up with the boys on the team and stuff too and you came off the bench in that and your one appearance there how tough is that from a goalie come off the bench uh, like what I know during the, you talked about the second period you came in the preseason game, but this you know you came right in during a period like you're coming in, you're high five and you're right in the net. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But so that's something you just gotta gotta do. Like uh, it happens, uh, goals get pulled. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, I <laughs> I I felt like I um settled into the game pretty quick and um, made a pretty big save as my first save there in the NHL. So. Um, oh, it was cool. It was cool, and I hope I, I get the chance more times because uh, I feel like I, I can really do some good stuff up there. Now, goalies, I feel like there's a lot of superstitions around goalies, or like they have a lot of little quirks. What's what's you got any superstitions on game day or anything that you do? There are some small things, like I, if I have a winning streak, I I'm not switching socks. That's one thing. <laughs> like these small things, uh, just. <laughs> It's nice to have in the back of your head, like, yeah, I've done this. I, I've prepared as good as I can. And uh, 
just go out and play. So basically, don't be your locker mate, your stall mate, if you're on a winning streak and get a little stinky in there, huh? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but not nothing crazy, but uh, just these small things you have keeps you calmer and uh, yeah, keeps the nerve nerves in shape. Yeah. Now your mass design this year, I always love asking about mass designs. Did you have a how much role did you play in that? I had a really nice mask, but uh, and then I tried one of the Bauer masks, um, and I really liked the Bauer mask before. So right now I'm using someone else's mask. <laughs> I'm not okay. sure who. I think it might have been George Jett's old one when he was in Hartford or something. But I really like it. It's a it's a Bauer mask, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it because I've been playing well and it feels really good. So I I'm not using my my painted mask right now actually. I was actually asking you that, okay, because I the the mask looks similar to a Gorgiev mask because it had the forty on and everything. So I was like, oh, exactly, it's it's not my mask. <laughs> so I'm okay, not... I'm glad I asked that question. That I was wondering about That's that. A good question. That's a good question. No, no, it's not my mask. I just uh, I had my Swedish mask in preseason, and then I got a slap shot to the mask, and it broke. And my mask um, wasn't here yet, so. I I tried George's old one and I really liked it, so I just kept it. <laughs> All right. How about the rest of your, your setup? Now, now, do you have any? Like, did you say I want certain color to it, or you just kind of hey, I want Ranger colors? You figure it out. No, I I have my own uh, design for sure. Nice. Uh, I like I like it with a lot of white and then just something small uh, on on the toe of the pad and, or something like that. So, I definitely did it by myself and. Uh, you know, I like it. Uh, nothing special, nothing flashy, but just makes the pad look a little bit bigger. That's one thing Benny has told me about, like, make sure your design looks bigger. Like, don't use too much color. Make it look bigger. Like, these small things you have, you would never have thought about if you haven't talked to him. Well, that's what Igor this year, you know, he had the, the design last year, kind of looked like the garden ceiling. Obviously yeah. had the Vezin Trophy year. Came back with new pads, a lot more color on them. Struggled early, went right back to the old pads immediately. Yeah, as you said, we goalies are sometimes superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too, and you know he can do whatever he wants. He's the Rangers goalie. <laughs> oh please, I have like yeah, whatever you. Want. He can go out there with nothing on. I don't as long as he stops the puck, I'm good to go. Yeah, whatever, exactly. whatever he wants. All right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, a couple of questions here before I let you go. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, Igor loves shooting for the open net. Have we attempted any shots at the net this year? I have not. Crazy story, actually. My brother, who is a goalie, he scored two weeks ago. They were playing against uh, a rivalry team uh, back in Sweden in the second division there, and he uh, he actually scored. So after that, I, I've, it for sure has crossed my mind a little bit. I, <laughs> but I don't, I don't have, have gotten the opportunities so far, but... Uh, yeah, I will for sure try if we're up maybe one or two goals there and there. <laughs> Couple extra shots being put up during uh, practice. There's optional skates have now turned into just target practice on the other end of the ice. Yeah, yeah. Just make someone dump in the puck and then go for them to have for sure. <laughs> now, how much uh, smack talk will you get this off season now when you go home to train with him that he scored a goal and you didn't this year? Well, the the year is not over yet, so we'll <laughs> That's see. what I mean. You got to score, before you, you, gotta score <laughs> before you go home. <laughs> That's true. No, we uh, when we were younger, we kept it like it was really competitive, and uh, now we just try to help each other out 
and uh, get better. So I, I don't think he will he will mention it too often. But I hope he does though because it's really cool. He was like in a packed building with thirteen thousand uh, people in it, and he he scored. So it was That's pretty awesome. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Who just uh, who just scored? Um, Olmark just scored right for the for Boston a couple weeks ago. Yeah, two did, Swedish goalies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did the you know the whole the uh, line and everything. I love that when the goalies score and they go up the bench and they do the line. That's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, my brother did that too. My, my brother kind of it wasn't a great shot from him, but Olmark really. He I've seen some videos of him like taking one timers with his goalie stick. He he is a great puck handler, so it was pretty cool. I was waiting for Igor to do it in the garden, just erupting. He'll, you know, he's, I know he's tried a couple times, but uh, the yeah. day he gets that, I think uh, the garden roof will actually erupt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it was going to be, it's going to be cool for sure. Uh, now, the East Coast League, we've seen a couple of videos come out recently of goalie fights. Do you have a plan if some guy comes after you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> depends on how big he is, but. <laughs> But yeah, you you for sure gotta stick up um, for yourself, and uh, it's pretty cool with goalie fights uh, sometimes. But we'll see. All these goalies are like six five and two hundred pounds, so we'll see <laughs> if I, it's a mismatch. <laughs> I told Kahaken when he was on, and you know he's an old he's an army guy, and I'm like, I, I if I'm looking at the game notes, I'm not going against him. <laughs> I wouldn't want to take him on. That's true. That's true. We'll see. I'm not too worried about it. It doesn't happen often. So I, I just, if it happens, it happens. But I'm just going to focus on doing my job. Uh, now, for Ranger fans who maybe haven't seen you play yet this year or seen you in North American Ice, can you give them a, an assessment on your game? Like, can you give them a little self-scouting report? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm a pretty fast fast goalie on my skates. Uh, try to read the play pretty, pretty well. And... Uh, um that's probably why the rangers drafted me pretty high because they could see some some long quest things in me and uh obviously uh, yeah i'm trying i, I tried to to watch the Sturkin a lot so i feel like my game is pretty similar to his try try to be uh ahead of the play and uh try to work from the top to the bottom pretty much there you go. And then uh, is there anything that maybe Benny's got you working on? Like, What's the biggest thing you're, you're focusing on now for improvement? It's everything, but uh, mostly it's stick handling. Mm-hmm. Um, here is it's such a big part of the game here to play the puck as a goalie um, because the, the ice is smaller and there's more dumps and stuff. So I'm, I'm working on that every day pretty much to, to get better on, on playing the puck. And what's your favorite thing to do off the ice? Favorite thing to do off the ice? There's a lot of things. I like to cook. Um, pretty good cook. I'm not great, but I'm, I'm getting better. And uh, just hang out. Me and my girlfriend do all this all this stuff. Go to top golf. Uh, go play real golf. And whatever. But uh, I really like to cook and spend time with family and uh, golf. Probably. What, what's your go-to meal? Go-to meal, probably like a steak or something, but uh, I can do some good stuff like a pasta bolognese and stuff. Uh, yeah, okay. some, some different things. So not just fried eggs, you know, that's... Uh, no, you can, no you, can do more, you can do more than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I do some fish fish and uh, scallop soup and yeah, whatever. Then you have a pre-game meal that you stick to every time or no? 
not every time i i usually do uh, something with rice uh, the day before and then uh, i do uh, two meals actually so right one right after a morning skate uh, with rice and then uh, one four hours before the game with uh, pasta so it's pr pretty simple but uh, there, it has to be rice and it has to be pasta for sure gets a job done no matter what Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us and good luck the rest of the way. And you guys are on your way to a playoff appearance down there in Jacksonville. So uh, between you and Parker, we're definitely gonna be tuning in to make sure you guys uh, hopefully get to the Kelly Cup down there. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the goal. And uh, yeah, we have the, we have a good team here. So it, it's going to be fun um, heading into playoffs. Thanks so much. But be good. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Olaf, for joining us this week. Uh, that was great to have him on the show. Uh, he's a guy that I know Ranger fans have been really interested in. Obviously, he was the first goalie drafted in his in his draft. Um, you know, he's been playing overseas. He's kind of an unknown player up until this year when he finally made the jump over to North America, signing his entry level deal last year. And uh, we've been watching Jacksonville a lot. Obviously, we had Parker Gahagan on, so we've had the you know the two headed monster and the goaltending both on the show. So that's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, we want to wish Olaf all the best this year. He's having a great year. He's got 15 wins in the year so far. Obviously, it's been a big adjustment for him from playing on uh, European ice and now North American ice, but he seems to be really selling in lately. So cannot thank him enough. I want to wish him and the ice, but obviously all the luck going forward. They're in a f battle for first place right now, but they'll definitely be making the playoffs. So we'll be keeping you updated on all their games and how they're doing down there. Obviously, we had their coach Nick Luco on the show earlier this year and Brandon Mashner also one of their assistant coaches. Uh, so we have a good connection down there with the Jacksonville team. And that does it for episode 124 of the Broadway Hat Podcast. Make sure you go and follow the show on social media on Twitter and – I'm sorry, on Facebook and Instagram at the Broadway Hat Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Broadway Hat Pod. You can find us on – find my personal Twitter account at KHOLNY. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts as well. Every five-star review, a dollar is donated to Alex's Lemonade Foundation. So make sure you go on there, take one moment of your day, help an amazing cause fight pediatric cancer, and leave us a five-star review. Make sure you go and follow the show on Spotify. Leave us a five-star review there. You can also find the show on Google Play, uh, Amazon Music, Pandora, Spreaker. Anywhere you get your podcasts, you can find us there. Make sure you also subscribe to the show on YouTube where we post full episodes and clips of the show. And we have a lot of great stuff coming on our YouTube channel, so make sure you go and follow us there as well. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.